Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Good evening, everybody. I am Bart Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. With you for the next three hours, if you'll have us. If at any point your station chooses to go somewhere else, you can find us on the Odyssey app. You can also find us on Sirius XM channel 158. You can find us in podcast form the next day. You can find us. I mean, you don't have to look that hard. Uh, you can find us. We're right here. You already did. Good work. 855-212-4227. We're looking at the divisional round as one would do the day before it. And there are four games, which it seems like three of the games are locks. Baltimore's going to beat Houston. Green Bay ain't beating San Fran. Oh, Detroit will have no problem against Tampa. Bills, Chiefs, that could be interesting. Right? Everyone's saying the same thing. I don't want to say the same thing. I know one of these games. I know one of these games will have an upset. Tampa, Green Bay, Houston, one of them's winning. We just got to figure out who. And I want to say Green Bay. You just heard from Milwaukee. That's where I reside. I want to say Green Bay. But are they the most likely? Shep, um, you're not as partial to this. Oh, no. <laughs> as as I am. What of those What of those games? And you may think they're all going to lose. Right. But if... If one of these teams is going to win, which one would we say has the best chance? I mean, Bart, this is like the most obvious question. This is like asking me who the best player right now in the Milwaukee Bucks is. This is like asking me if Jordan Love is a franchise quarterback. Is it not obvious what the biggest upset's going to be? Like what the most potential of that being actually coming to fruition of the four games? Isn't it overwhelmingly obvious? Are you going to say Houston? No. I mean, it, it's the team. That in the last five years, remember, they're, they're two and a half points um, underdogs, right? If, no, 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 no. Other than that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because I'm thinking to myself, this is a team that has been to the Super Bowl three times. Yeah, And yeah, the other yeah. two times, they've gone to overtime in the AFC title game. How is this not the automatic lock for Bart Winkler? Okay. That's why I got to kick it out of the question. All right. Got it. Because well, too got, easy. Well, that wasn't clear. Okay, good. Well, and that's if that's the case, then I... Man, then I got to lean with the team 
That I'm not just saying this because I know you're hosting, because it's your show, because I know we have a lot of people that are very loyal to the state of Milwaukee and the Packers. But if you talk about the team that's having the most momentum, it's all about momentum. It's why the Giants won the Super Bowl when they barely got into the playoffs and couldn't even beat the Patriots at home that year. It's a sport of momentum. It's why the Steelers, when no one thought they were going to win in 06, actually won, right? So with that being said, I'm going to go with the team that's the only team in NFL history to be a seven seed and knock off a two seed. Because there's not a better quarterback of the upset seeds. As, listen, as well as C.J. Stroud is playing, you can't tell me right now Jordan Love's not the better quarterback. And no disrespect to Baker. I know it's been the resurgence of Baker this year. You can't tell me Baker is in the same vicinity as C.J. Stroud and especially Jordan Love. And at this time of the year, you've got to go with the quarterback that's the hottest, and that is J.L. J.L. Do you like that? No. Okay, Jordan Love. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to be with you on that one. And maybe I'm trying to, and I've talked about this already, but when you're a homer like me, and you have the opportunity to talk about your teams like this. I think a wall gets put up and you're like, all right, Bart, don't be too much of a homer. I do worry. And I do think Jordan Love is this good. I do think he is this good. He's good. He's the franchise guy. He's going to get a big contract. I do worry that he'll get knocked around a little bit. CJ Stroud as well. Young quarterbacks, a lot of good vibes. A lot of good attention on them. They're going to see a defense. Jordan Love, the offensive line has been playing much better than I think they have at any point this season. We haven't seen him pressured a lot. Um, I just worry, I worry that the Niners are going to scheme something up defensively to to knock him and rattle him a little Bart, bit. Very quickly, I know you got full phone lines. You mentioned the aspect of Jordan Love being good. He is great. Like, not, oh. last nine games... 21 touchdowns, one interception. That's like peak Aaron Rodgers. Here's my question for you. What's the ceiling on Jordan Love? Um, oh, oh don't make me say <laughs> okay. those three magic words. Well, all of fame. Don't make me say oh, all of fame. But, but, here, but here's the thing. Don't make me say all I, of fame. But here's the thing. Dan, <laughs> Fouts, is, Dan Fouts is in the Hall of Fame. Right? Like, I don't like, no disrespect to Dan Fouts, but like, I don't think, Troy, you know, I, I don't think that's even this, like, I, I've never seen a first-year quarterback, with the exception of Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, look this good. Wow. Wow. Well, we'll see what they can do against the 49ers. Yeah, I hope that gives you some optimism. Uh, I mean, it is, it, is a, it is blowing me off my feet a little bit here. You're sweeping me. There you go. Suddenly your JL nickname isn't as <laughs> terrible as I thought. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk to Mike, who is in Baltimore. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Hey, man. Just chilling. Uh, well, I, I, I certainly don't think we're going to be one of the Upsets, and but but for, but for real, I'm you know I'm a Ravens fan, but I, I don't really think there's going to be any upsets. Uh, I, I think everything everything's going to go to, you know how they calling it. I, I really don't really see any upsets in in this year's uh, playoffs in this round. You know these next rounds. Well, you might be right, but also that's no fun. It's not. It's not. 
but you, you never know. Like on any given Sunday or on any given day, you know, things can happen. So, but man, I want to talk about the demise of Sports Illustrated. Uh, that was, you know, that was my magazine when I was coming up as a kid. You know, I, I used to always uh, anticipate getting home on Fridays and and having, you know, the, the book arrive or whatever. And I, I got a lot of covers. I still got covers that I saved or whatever. And, and you know, it, I mean, feeling bad about the contributing to the demise. I mean, nobody should because it's just that's just the way the world is now. You know, you got 24-hour news cycles. You got ESPN. You got yeah. cell phones. All of that contributed to, you know, it, it kind of made it irrelevant. I haven't really uh, looked at Sports Illustrated in so many years. But I'm going to tell you something. The statute of limitations is up now, so I can admit to this. But when I was a kid, you know how, like, uh, you get Sports Illustrated like 26 weeks or whatever it was. And then when you went to renew, it, it went up. The price went up maybe like 30 cents an issue or whatever, whatever, whatever they would charge you. So what I would do was when when my term was up, I just change one letter in my name or use my middle name and and I, I keep re-upping. You know, every time you know, as a new, I would be a new subscriber. You know, my name is Michael blah worked. blah blah. So I changed it to my re- my middle name, Reginald blah blah blah. And I just kept changing my name and then never had to pay for the the, the price increase. That worked. Same address, everything. Yeah, you know, same address and everything. Instead of wow. using my first name Michael, I'd use my my middle name Reginald and my and my same last name or or whatever. I just keep changing the names and I wouldn't I'd, I'd get the um new subscriber rate every time. <laughs> I was just uh, reading an article here, Mike. Um, I just pulled this up. It says the main reason SI is going under is because of people doing the same thing that Mike in Baltimore used to do. How much more capital they'd have if you weren't screwing them out of those three dimes a year. What have you done? I'll tell you, I've ruined ruined the uh, empire. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Uh, what have you done, Mike? Hey, enjoy the game this weekend, man. <laughs> All right. Thank you, brother. All right. That's Mike in Baltimore who single-handedly helped destroy Sports Illustrated. Let's get to Paul. He is in Virginia. What's up with you, Paul? Paul dropped. Well, I- I'm th- completely thrown off my game. I don't know. When when calls drop, I don't know what to do. I'm froze. There's a man who is two and a half years shy of 90 years old on the phone. If you want to speak to him. Uh, uh, sure. I help me. Who we got, who we got, we got Don in Idaho. Okay. All right, Don. Hey, Don. Yeah. Bless you. What's up? Like I said, a lot of these NFL teams didn't exist when I was a high school boy. The local Minnesota station carried the Green Bay Packers. Are you a Packer fan? NFL, that was what they carried. Oh. And uh, I can't remember all the players, but I remember a quarterback by the name of Tobin Rote. Tobin Rote. 1950 to 52, I think. And he had an arm that you wouldn't believe. Yeah, he played, uh, you're right, in the 50s. And I don't know what other, I can't remember a lot of the other players that were on there, but you know, that's I when, remember that quarterback. You know, that's when you know you really know the history of football, when you can reference Green Bay Packers quarterbacks before Bart Starr. 
Well, I could have given you Tobin Rowe, but what I did not know was he was actually a Detroit Lion in 1957, the year they won the NFL championship, which Shep uh, told us yesterday doesn't count. <laughs> Interesting. Well, Don, Don, what I what I didn't what I didn't realize is Bart kind of pointed this out, and we had a couple of callers point this out. I didn't realize how great Curly Lambo was as a head coach. Like you always think about Titletown and Vince Lombardi. But yet they haven't won as many titles with Vince as the 49ers have overall, as the Steelers have overall, as the Patriots have overall. So now it makes sense because they won so many with Curly Lambeau. I think he agrees. I think he does. Thank you, Don. Yeah, Don, thank thanks, for the, yeah thanks for the call. You bet. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Austin's in Milwaukee. Let's go to Austin. Hey, buddy. Hey, Bart, we are talking upsets. We are. I don't, I don't think um, any of them will be except for the Packers. We're riding hot, man. As a, as a homer, as a Milwaukee guy, Wisconsin guy, um, I don't see why Kansas City will waltz into Buffalo given the current weather conditions and uh, make that upset, but I get that you counted that one out. Uh, I think that Detroit at home, if you give you get Goff at a dome, he's going to win that. And uh, shoot, I just missed the other one. But uh, Texans anyway, my and point Ravens. is Texans and Ravens. Yeah, Texans and Ravens. Okay, well Lamar is going to go in there and walk. He's going to walk all over the Texans. I'm sorry, he is. Uh, all right. I, I think he is. It, it spreads nine and a half. Um, even if they don't cover that, they're going to win that game. But if if we're looking at weather conditions, I, I'm honest to God hoping for a 13 to 10 Green Bay Packers win just for the redemption of that 2021 loss that we had with the blocked punt and the blocked field goal. And, uh, I was at that game, and they uh, ruined my ear. So I really would like to see Seattle feel that pain. Or Seattle. Ah, think about 2014. San Francisco feel that pain. Well, yeah, it's supposed to rain a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, and so if we can get Aaron Jones to dig his uh, cleats into the ground and gut up around, you know, cut through the gaps, I don't – that guy is on such a heater right now. I, I I don't think I've seen Aaron Jones play this good. No, Aaron Jones is playing tremendous. If AJ Dillon's back though, I hope that doesn't slow him down. Well, yeah, and then you don't you can't just start feeding Dillon carries for no reason. Like AJ Dillon or uh, Aaron Jones has been so good because they haven't been taking carries away from him, and they've been giving him you know opportunity whether whether it be play action or they actually hand it off to him, whatever it may be, a screen, this or that, um, he's a constant threat. So taking him off the field and putting in A.J. Dillon, who you know who's only going to run for about two yards, get hit, maybe run for an extra yard or two if he can push through a pile, it's not the same threat that Aaron Jones provides. Well, I hope you're right. Yeah. Well, I hope I'm right too, and I'm just and, and I'm going to go uh, 
Packers are winning this game, and that's going to be the upset of the week. Austin, good to hear from you, buddy. Thanks, Bart. Love you, man. Bye. Love you, too. Austin, 855-212-4CBS. So Aaron Jones, Packers running back, of course, last four weeks dating back to Carolina, 21 for 127, 20 for 120, 22 for 111, 21 for 118. I'm not sure that Aaron Jones has had that kind of stretch ever where he's had four 100-yard games in a row where really where he's rushed for 20-plus times four games in a row. And I'll look through his stats here, and one of the things that was interesting is he was with Mike McCarthy for a couple of years, Jones was. Um, Jones' first two years, Mike McCarthy had him on the roster, and Mike McCarthy so often would say, we got to find a way to get the ball more to Aaron Jones. And he would say that a lot. And it was almost like he and then Matt LaFleur later were keeping him fresh. It was always like they were always keeping him fresh. 2021, there was not a single game where Aaron Jones had more than 20 carries in a game. Last year, there were two games where he had more than 20 carries in a game. The year of 2020, there was one game where he had 20 carries in a game. 2019, three, uh, not consecutively. I guess the closest they ever got to what he's on now is the 2019 playoffs. The uh, second last game of the season, he was 23 for 154 and two scores. Then he was 25 for 100. And then against Seattle in the playoffs, he was 21 to 62, but scored twice. This is a guy who I think people are aware of. I've always thought that he could be like an Elvin Kamara type where you could use him as a threat, as a runner in the passing game. And I've I've felt like that was a good, I, I, I've always felt that because I feel like I was right about that. But also they never did that. And now finally, after six years of being in the league, he's getting he's getting used like an every down back. And you're seeing tremendous results. You're seeing him rush for six yards of carry results. Three touchdowns against the Cowboys. And he's been a part of those playoff losses against the Niners. So as important as McCaffrey is on, on the 49ers side, Aaron Jones may be one of the most importantly used players players of the entire weekend uh and certainly from outside of a quarterback standpoint it, that Packers offense is going to need to go through him if they're going to win that's a good point brought up by Austin who will be the next person to make a great point on the show me not included since I'm full of them 855-212-4227 855-212-4CBS I'm Bart Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. good friends and um obviously in the off season we tend to play some golf together um at least we have in the last few off seasons but you know he's he's a fantastic player his track record and his resume speaks for himself at, at such a young age and um one of the greatest quarterbacks to already played this game
It's the Bart Winkler Show. Heard nighttime and nationwide Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. So I need to maybe get some more information on that or do some more research, but Patrick Mahomes has talked about bragging rights when he sees Josh Allen in the offseason. Josh Allen has talked about golfing with Patrick Mahomes. But I feel like that's at those invites or the match or whatever. I don't I don't think they're calling each other and like, hey, Patrick, I'm coming in for a weekend to golf. Can I bunk with you? I don't think they're that good of friends. They see each other. Unless I'm mistaken, I don't feel like they're that good of friends. It's weird they both mentioned it, but they are really trying to downplay. And I know it's not it's not Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen. There's a real uh there's a real subsection of NFL fans that really want to make that known. Like, you guys, it's Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl. It's not, though. It's Brady versus the Chiefs defense and Mahomes versus the Bucks defense. We know that. We do. The same with pitching duels. You know, it's not Kershaw versus Verlander. Well, it used to be a little bit when they could bat, which I do miss. But it's still like it's it's just you know you got to put someone on the graphic and you're playing against their team and their performances are in the same game. I don't think it's the worst thing, but I understand. I'm not saying that subsection of people is is a is a wrong one. Even I'm not even saying you're wrong. I just I'm saying that we hear you. You are recognized. So we have footage from their last conversation on the field. Remember there was all that tobacco about. You know the um, dr- you know the the ref and cheating the Chiefs, and he was complaining to Josh Allen. Do you want to hear it? It's uh, exclusive content, exclusive to CBS Sports Radio. Yes, yes, I'll play along, Chef. What did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> Wasn't it the opposite of that? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I think it was. Hey, what 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 do you think? Should we replay that down? And Allen's like, get away from me. <laughs> I won. I beat you. Leave me alone. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Talking with you guys as we like to do. Let's go to Connor in California. Connor, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Thanks for asking. What's up? So, you know, I've been hearing all about these upsets. You know, I really think Baltimore Ravens versus Texans. If the Texans win, I think that will be biggest upset because arguably and I admit this as a 49ers fan I do think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL right now and I think the best team in the NFL getting beaten uh, would be a massive upset I don't know um, but and I guess as, well, as a 49ers against, fan as a 49ers fan do you like is there any fear do you have any fear I am slightly nervous about them having two bye weeks, and I'm wondering how they'll come out looking like. Uh, I'm not worried about Christian McCaffrey looking sluggish or anything, but you know, um, I'm sort of a little nervous, but not really. Yeah, I think that's maybe where a lot of uh, fans are, and I think that's where if you're the number one seed, that's probably a good headspace to be in. Like, and the team's probably like that too. Like, they're not going to take it for granted, but. You can't just you're playing a you're playing an opponent. You can't just overlook them. Yeah, you can't go to sleep like you can't you can't go to sleep on a team that 
you just you can't you can't you you always gotta you gotta stay wide awake and you can't underestimate your opponent no matter how underdogish or how in, inferior they may <clears throat> they may seem. You know, Connor, good to talk to you. Thanks for the call. I've seen some people, and I don't know if this is just like people doing this for engagement farming these days, but I keep seeing, I saw this one tweet today about how everyone's doubting 15. Everyone's doubting Mahomes. No one is doubting Mahomes. The Niners are being overlooked. No, they are not. By who? By Packer? By you? Oh, did you see a Packer? Did you see a Packer fan video where it's like, we're going to beat the Niners. Did you see a Bills fan go, hey, we're going to win? Like, that's not that's not everyone doubting you. The line, the Vegas line, is about as accurate as it could be into who's being doubted and who's not. The Texans are being doubted. They're a 10-point underdog. The Packers are being doubted. They're a 10-point underdog. The Buccaneers are being doubted. Six-point underdog. Those are the ones being underdog. The Chiefs are basically just an underdog because they're on the road. If Buffalo was coming back in there, they'd be the favorite, I believe. So there are teams being doubted. It's the teams that are the underdogs. That's why we're trying to figure out which of those teams outside of Buffalo, Kansas City, has the best chance to maybe pull off an upset. Let's get to Freddie in Sacramento. Hey, Freddie. Hey, you guys. How are you doing? Good. What's going on? Hey, no, I just wanted to talk about, you know, this weekend's football games. I've heard a lot of callers, and you guys talk about how good the Packers are doing, which they're playing phenomenal ball. They're playing great ball. I mean, Jones is, you know, putting in work and has put up some great statistics these last four weeks. I mean, but the one thing that I wanted to point out is we also have to take a look at the teams that they face when you put those statistics up. I mean, I do understand that they play Dallas, which Dallas clearly – overlooked Green Bay, in my opinion. And, you know, the week before that, they played Chicago, whose rush defense isn't all that great. They faced Minnesota, whose defense is not all that great, as well as Carolina the week before that. And then the week before Carolina, they actually faced a top-five rush defense in uh, in the Buccaneers, and Jones rushed for just over 50 yards, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been... It's been about a month or so since he's really faced a top rush defense. Um, you know, and the 49ers, they, they have proven that after, after some rest, I mean, they, they come out and play. Uh, you know, during the season, they played Cincinnati and got basically blown out. They had that bye week the week after and then came back and made that, you know, six-week run where they just were running through teams. I wouldn't overlook the Niners' defense. Well, I don't think anybody uh, is looking overlooking that. Also, what I what I think in this game is I just saw the Packers shut down Dallas's offense essentially, and yeah. they sh- who they shut down they shut down Ceedee Lamb. Right, he eventually got some catches later. Uh, Jake Ferguson didn't do much until the Packers let him do whatever he wanted. But then what? What 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 else was Dallas providing? Uh, Tony Pollard is not the running back that Christian McCaffrey is. And even if, let's say the Packers shut down Debo Samuel and uh, shut down George Kittle. Well, then you still got Brandon Ayuk. You know, the Niners do a good job of, I, I, I like a guy like Jawan Jennings is probably going to go six for 85 in this game. So I think like coming in, the Packers are 
you know, certainly the underdog, certainly didn't think to be here in as good of a spot as you could have a team like them be in. I do think that the spread's a little high, but I do yeah, think I that the Niners are, I mean, they just, they have more that needs to be stopped than what the Packers faced a week ago. So things probably do go according to form with apologies to all my friends in Packer Nation. Uh, it's, you know, it's hard to think that after what Green Bay did a week ago, that against San Fran, it'll be able to be duplicated. So it's, I hear totally what you're saying. Yeah, and then and then just to, to flip the page, the one upset that I think may happen, other than Kansas City beating Buffalo, is I wouldn't sleep on the Texans. They're riding high. They're riding with a lot of house money. You know, Lamar Jackson's clearly having an MVP season, but he has yet to really prove it in the playoffs. And I think that that is something that works to Houston's advantage, especially given that they're playing with that house money. That's a team that's riding high with a lot of confidence. And there's a lot of pressure on the Ravens to win this game. Well, that game's kind of exactly like the Packer game, though. Packers have a lot of house money. If you're going to go house money argument on the Texans, you got to remember Packers have a lot of house money. But the one the one thing that I will say, though, is the Niners have shown that they can win the playoffs. They haven't made it to the big game yet, but they have won in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson, what is it, his last three games, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that he's one in two. Yeah, Possibly one and three, one, in, one, and, one three and three overall. Uh, one game where he scored. Hey, Freddie, thanks for the call. One game yeah, well, where he scored. They scored three points, which weather conditions, whatever. I mean, you got to put up more than three points. And he's aware of it too. He knows. Uh, he's been giving interviews. He's been talking about it. You know, no nobody needs to tell Lamar Jackson. Nobody needs to go. Hey, Lamar, you're one and three in the playoffs. You probably need to win this, huh? Probably a lot of pressure on you, huh? And you're an MVP now, maybe, again, and you got a lot of money. You probably need to win, right, Lamar? You probably need to, huh? Yes. He says yes. He knows. He knows full well what he needs to do. And either guys take that and say, all right, I know what I need to do, and they focus, or the pressure gets to them and they overthink things. I think you saw some teams last weekend, maybe Dallas, overthinking some things. And other teams using that pressure and having it propel them to a victory in Detroit, let's say. So it's going to be hopefully. See, I was I was just about to say it's going to be an interesting weekend, but I don't know that it is. I want it to be. I don't know that it is because a lot of these games on paper do look like in the fourth quarter we're going to be thinking about the next game already until we get to the you know main event on Sunday between Buffalo and Kansas City. 855-212-4227. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. great about the guys i think the guys have done great you know they've worked hard pete they've uh they've, we had four practices last week we had our three practices this week or we'll walk through tomorrow but uh they've been like they've been all season it hasn't really been different they've uh, you know it's, it's definitely playoff football they're definitely excited about that uh, but that's how they've approached their work all year it's the bart winkler show on cbs sports radio here's number bart. one i am number one 
855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco on the updates, as you've been hearing. Talking some NFL. Um, that was John Harbaugh, head coach of the Baltimore Ravens. His brother, Jim Harbaugh, apparently is getting a second interview with the Falcons. Bill Belichick had a second interview with the Falcons. Um, let me tell you from experience, Arthur Blank. No, I'm not, I'm not the, uh, I'm not the biggest catch in the world. Certainly wasn't in high school. Little scrawny guy, gap tooth, uh, string bean, weird haircut. But there was a time where I had two attractive girls interested in me. Yeah, two attractive girls interested in me. So I thought, well, I mean, if she, I could, I, I could talk to her, and then I could talk to her, and then I could. And guess who I ended up dating? Neither of them. Pick one, man. You got to pick one. You can't be. You can't. You can't be dangling these guys on a string. You got to pick one. One in hand, two in the bush. Pick one. You get you got Belichick a say if you get Belichick a second interview and you go back to Jim Harbaugh, do you want Belichick? Well, what's the point? Pick one. Hey, Bart. If if you win six Super Bowls and you're one of like five coaches in you know, football history to make a Super Bowl and make a national championship game, do you really need to interview for a job at this point? No, that's the other thing. I mean, you should have a conversation. Correct. You should say, hey, what is your vision? If you come here, what are we going to do about quarterbacks? Since you may have heard the ones we have right now stink, what would you do? And then maybe Bill's like, ah, I'll get back to you. Let's talk about it. I'll write some things down. And then they talk again. It could be a second conversation. But if he's getting like, when was a time that you faced adversity and how'd you overcome it? Uh, he could just be like, did you see the Super Bowl where you were up 25 points on us, man? Did you, do you remember? Like, why are you asking me this? You should probably say, you know, Bill, I somehow got to feel you know, good about 2017 and that season, knowing how it crumbled. Can you make me feel better? I mean, how did you really pull that off? That should be the only conversation they have at this point. So are you going to spy on other teams like you did in New England? Are you going to do that for us? Or do we get that Bill Belichick? Or what are we, uh, what are we getting here? No, I, I don't know. Uh, it's because it seemed like for a while, okay, this thing's going to be pretty official. Belichick's going there. And I hear that they want to uh, interview Harbaugh again. It's like, what are you doing? If Howard Stern left SiriusXM, is he interviewing for another radio job? Like, <laughs> is the no. radio station saying it's Howard bleeping Stern? No, yeah, a lot. Yeah, you don't. Yes, no. I mean, does Tom Cruise go for auditions? No, exactly. No, you build you build movies and you say around. Tom uh, we 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 haven't gotten Tom Cruise yet, but we're looking for a Tom Cruise type. <laughs> well, uh, and then and then Tom Cruise says no, and then guess what? The movie doesn't happen. Right? Is does that? What, what, I mean, has Denzel Washington interview? I'm sorry, auditioned for a role in 20 years? Has Denzel Washington auditioned? For a role in twenty years, the answer is no. No, I mean, what? What? what you've watched me coach for my whole life. Exactly. What do you, more do you want? It's, cra- it's crazy to hear he's on his second interview for the Falcons. It so I have to think sense. these are conversations. I mean, Blank is not giving him the right. He's not. He's not giving him the sit across from me. 
interview. You, you can't be. You can't be. Uh, you have a seat. No, should I stay? Come on. God, interviews are the worst. Uh, Mike is in Houston. Let's get out to Mike, 855-212-4227. Good evening, Mr. Bart. Good evening, Mike. What's up? Well, yeah, I had a similar situation in high school. I had two girls who I was both talking to, and but I, I ended up picking one. Turned out I picked the wrong one, so there's that. Um, you are like the Chicago Bears of boys dating in high school. <laughs> uh, quick three things. Bear S-I- slam. I- Go ahead. <laughs> SI issues. I managed to keep the uh, the Rockets when they first won their first championship. I brought those up to Shep. The great one I cherish. I can't get a keem. I haven't found a keem yet to get that uh, autograph. But it's got a great article in the back, which I've read several times about Ted Williams, the reprint, his retirement days, fishing out in uh, Florida. And it's not so much about fishing, it's about the man himself. That was a fascinating read. I can't remember who wrote it, but he was apparently a close friend of Ted. Uh, let's see. Secondly, uh, uh, Shep, I love you like a brother, but uh, I'm going to back off the Jordan Love love test a bit. And let's not forget what C.J. Stroud this year. Jody Mack came out with a stat over the weekend that only Aaron Rodgers has ever accomplished in the history of the NFL. For every 100 passes, C.J. Stroud just threw one interception. And that's for the whole year. Well, Mike, I love you like a brother. And the next time C.J. Stroud in nine games has 21 touchdowns, one interception, and then in a playoff game has a perfect passer rating, we'll talk about comparing C.J. Stroud to Jordan Love. C.J. C.J. Stroud didn't play the fourth quarter in the Browns, so his his stats could have been higher. But well, Jordan Love really didn't have to either against the Cowboys. Well, he in uh, fact did it for a drive, and then the right. Packers almost lost. <laughs> right. Okay, well, so but, uh, real quick, I'm not picking the Texans. I'm I'm not a crazy fan uh, about that. But uh, we got a local uh, ex NFL quarterback does morning shows, radio, and I'm going to take his word over most opinions I take. Uh, your, your caller from California kind of alluded to the same thing a little bit, but um, this is only an advantage if the Texans, Texans pounce on it. But the uh, Ravens haven't played a meaningful game in three weeks. They've been off. Um, Mr. Salisbury brings up, um, you know, athletes are creatures of habit. They get in a routine, and when they get off a routine, it tends to throw them back a little bit. Now, now if, if the um, – my Texans take advantage of that and jump off to a real good lead. That that may that may be enough. But we're, we're just going to have to see. I'm I'm again. I'm not picking the Texans to win that game. The Ravens are clearly the better team, but uh, they they got a puncher's chance. The only way you don't have a chance of winning the game is you're not in it. So let's um let's just let's just not disregard this. What is it? A ten point part? Nine and a half, ten. Yeah. Not, yeah, so yeah, that's that's significant. Maybe the weather will be a factor. Maybe that'll be uh, make things a little bit even. We don't, you know. We'll, we'll just have to wait till tomorrow. I'm gonna sit with my mom and her uh, retirement home. We're gonna watch the game together. And as Barda, as always, and you and Chap, I appreciate your time. We'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Eight five five two one two four CBS. You could tweet us at CBS Sports Radio if you'd like as well. That's why I think the one seed getting a bye, it does work in football. I know baseball's trying that with their one and two seeds getting in the bye, and I'm very much against that because I don't like that they get a week off. And as the summer gets closer and we get into it, you will eventually 
uh, hear many of my gripes. Talk about angry Bart. You'll hear my gripes about baseball. I think that when baseball gives these teams a week off, they're thinking, hey, they're automatically in the next round. But to give them a week off, it's hard in baseball. In football, I I don't think it's as much. It does still give the opportunity for a team like Houston, like Tampa, like Green Bay, I guess even Kansas City. It gives them the opportunity to say, all right, we, we won a game. We got one. Now, more so Houston and Green Bay because they're playing opponents that haven't they didn't play last week. And you're giving them the opportunity to come in, to stay sharp, to stay in the routine, to actually get better, to get a win, to visualize, and not just visualize, but actually have experienced winning a playoff game. And right now, the Ravens have not won a playoff game in these playoffs. Neither of the Niners. And they're playing teams that have. And I think in the NFL... Usually the talent does win out. Talent's going to win out in these games. It's a one game event. It's not a five, seven game series, but the talent will win out. But there is still that opportunity for the wildcard teams, let's, uh, let's say, to come on there. And I think it's about starting fast. I think it's about starting fast. If you're either team, get the ball first. Try to do something. Uh, if you're the Texans, get a drive, get the ball. Throw it to Nico Collins seven times. No one seems to be able to stop him. If you're the Packers, run a bunch with Aaron Jones. Use Shanahan's offense almost against him. Spread the ball around. Nobody knows who the number one receiver is on the Packers. They've got like five different receivers who they roll a dice and say, all right, today you're the number one, you're the number two. Jaden Reed had been averaging seven catches, 80 yards a game for the last seven weeks. He didn't have a catch. He made some nice blocks, but he didn't have a catch, but he didn't have to because Romeo Dobbs at 160 yards. And Christian Watson, who has some monster games in his resume, didn't have to do much either. Could he be a big factor? So we'll see how much the layoff affects or doesn't affect these teams. I think the Ravens and Niners are good enough to overcome it. We'll see if we don't get an upset on Saturday. 855 212 4227. More with you coming up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 